What up, what up? It's your girl, Taz Angel, and I'm back to bring you Elevated Sweets Radio Lock Diaries Edition. I almost can't even believe that I'm here talking about this topic. I'm one of the last people who would ever decide to lock their hair, but here I am. This series will provide more insight as to why I decided to lock my hair and various things I encounter along my journey. Enjoy. This episode is sponsored by Elevated Suites Investors Community, which is designed to empower black and brown people to build financial wealth together. Join the movement now by going to www.investorscommunity.us. In this episode, I will give some insights into my first month lot. I also have a couple of friends joining me later. Kaylin, one of my longest standing friends, we literally grew up in the sandbox together. He's been locked for over 10 years now. Our next guest will be Lashana, and she's one of my former clients when I was doing crochet braids, and recently she decided to take the leap and start her lock journey. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started with the show. Dear Diary, it's January 6th and Happy New Year. It is truly a blessing to be waking up in 2021 because, man, last year was something. Am I right or what? So... An update on my locks, because it's been a few days since I've actually um, talked about what was going on, but I'm actually starting to see some of the transformation. Like, my twists are still visible for sure, but they, I don't know how to describe it. Like, I don't think that they're budding, and I actually don't even know. I'll figure that out, you know, along the way. But I I don't think that they're budding quite yet, but they're already starting to thicken up and harden just a little bit. But when I pull it, it still has like the buoyancy. So my twists are still, um, I guess, there hasn't quite matted to be uh, a mature lock or even one that's like a teenager. (laughs) I still got my baby locks and I have not done my first retightening, but I feel like I really could do it now. Like I have a lot of new growth. I have a lot of hair to work with. And I don't say, I don't think it's all new growth, but my twist probably untwisted as well along with the new growth so with both of those components it just seems like (laughs) I need I'm pretty much due for a retest and it's only been three weeks like it had and I mean has it even been three weeks yeah it's been about three weeks so that's not long at all so I definitely am gonna wait probably one more week and then I'll do my first retwist. And that'll probably be my next post because that's going to be the most exciting. I'm going to have fresh, <laughs> fresh locks, freshly twisted locks. So that's going to be, or baby locks. Let me not get ahead of myself because I still have so much more of this journey to go. Dear Diary, it's January 8th and I cannot keep my hands out of my hair y'all please send help (laughs) like I just am enjoying 
touching my hair, feeling the locks, feeling them transform, because I've never felt my hair like this. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I really have like locks forming in my head right now. It's pretty cool. It's a cool process. But I've heard many people, they've heeded warnings to get stay out of your head, you know, not be playing with your hair while your hair is transforming. But even as I have mature locks, like I'm pretty sure playing in your hair is a no-no because you could be putting stress to your hair, all, all kinds of stuff. But in my case, I might be unlocking some of my locks as they're not fully mature. So I still have my twist definition in in my starter lock so they're not fully fully mature but I can't like even right now I'm over here rubbing my hands through my hair (laughs) while I'm recording this like I cannot stop but yeah as this it's only been three weeks approximately and the the potential of where these are going is just very exciting for me like I'm I'm just like (laughs) I'm not trying to rush the process but I'm like Dang, what's it going to look like when it gets longer, when they start thickening up and getting mature? And I'm still running my fingers through my damn hair. Okay, I'm going to stop. I'm done. I'm going to put my hands behind my back. (laughs) So this year I decided for my birthday, it's a milestone birthday, I am going to color my locks. So that's the way I'm going to bring in my new decade of existence and uh, rock it out. So it's going to be multicolor. I'm not even going to tell y'all what colors, but it's going to be multicolor and it's going to be super dope. It's going to be so cute. I found a picture and I was like, oh, that's it. Because I really wanted to do like a honey blonde, like a ginger type of color. But this other multicolor thing, it gives me everything that I want because it has the ginger color locks. It has the blonde locks. Like, oops, <laughs> I just gave it away. <laughs> Y'all be all right because, you know, I can say it, but, you know, it sounds kind of crazy. But when you see it, though, it's going to be popping. So if you if you hear this, then you got some some key knowledge that, that some people don't have. <laughs> But anyways, it's been a really cool journey so far. Oh, super random. I was on Instagram just browsing as I do. And I came across this girl with some super interesting locks. And I low-key want to get her on the show. So I'm going to have to figure out how I can do that. Because I don't know this person at all. I'm just over here, you know, exploring. But her locks are, you know, kind of like Cruella DeVille. One side's a dark brown, the other side is a blonde. And then she has like bangs, but her bangs is her actual hair not locked, if that makes any type of sense to anybody. And honestly, like in some pictures, I was like, hmm, that was a real bold thing to do. But in the majority of her pictures and videos, I'm like, damn, that's a dope ass look. Like she did that. So y'all, you know, give me some juju because I'm trying to get her on the show one of these episodes. So, but yes, I'm obsessed looking at locks, seeing my own locks, you know, managing my own locks. But so far, so good. Still enjoying the process. Do not feel like I'm making a, a bad choice or anything of the sort. I feel like this is one of the best decisions that I've, I've really made. Like, I don't have to do my hair. Low key, that's a blessing. Who wants to do their hair all the time? It takes a long time for women to get their hair done. 
if y'all don't know. I don't even want to go into that. But yeah, y'all feel me? Thanks for listening. Now let's welcome one of my favorite childhood friends to the show, Kaylin. Better known on Instagram as Great One Crowned. Good morning. Happy New Year. Happy All of that great stuff. We made it. Look, after 2020, it's a blessing that we even waking up in 2021. Indeed, look, that's all 2021. Come in, don't come in, making all that noise. Sit down, be quiet, mind your business. So what 21-year-old do you know that do all that? Because <laughs> hey, 2020 look, just turned 21. That's why you got to be stern. Come in, be quiet, mind your business. <laughs> Let's hope that go down because, uh, yeah, it's been a crazy year. So just give me an overview, name, where you're from, where you live, and how long you've had your life. Yeah, so of course, my name is Caitlin. Kate is sufficient. Um, grew up in the PG County area. I'm back here now. Um, did a few years in Pennsylvania. Um, but I started my log journey in the spring of 2009, so almost 12 years. Coming up on 12 years. Um, I used the cone coil method. Um, and I guess how I started. So I've always had long hair. I I, I realized that growing up, I've always grown and cut it out. But previously to growing my locks, I had, you know, braids or whatever, I had these for like three years, and I cut them off um, approaching my senior year of high school. And it's kind of perfect timing because I started my locks as I began to figure out what kind of adult I was going to be. So I, my, my entire adult life, I've had locks. Um, almost half my life pretty well coming up on. So it's kind of a cool experience. It's been a uh, long journey. It wasn't supposed to be such a journey at first, but it became that you get attached to it really quickly. Uh, as you will soon learn. <laughs> learn. I'm already there, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it's an exciting process. Yeah, and I remember you with your little shave cut back in grade school. <laughs> you, you might be the only one that remember that. <laughs> like a blast from the past. <laughs> Um, yeah, I definitely more associate you with your long locks for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of become my identity. I'm usually the guy with the locks, especially because mine are so long, like mine are to my waist. So, um, Can you measure them, like exactly how long they are. Huh? You mean like the length, like measure? Mm -hmm. I can do it before we end the, um, the show. I'll measure them and I'll yeah. give you an exact answer. But no, I don't know. I'm, it's definitely longer than my arm. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a little bit long to it. I mean, probably on the upper side of three feet, at least. Wow. That's a long life. Do they feel heavy at all? Um, no, but I'm sure if I cut them, I'd probably tell you something different. Like, they probably will feel lighter once I cut it all off. I mean, because mine are pretty thin, uh, if you ask me. How many do you have? So, I, the short answer to that question is that I don't know. When I first started them, I told you the cone coil method, and I had, like, 150. I had, I had a lot. Okay. Um, But... One of the beauties of the cone coil method is that um, when in the early process, before you start budding, you can actually change them without having to do your whole hair up. You can twist them together um, just quite easily, just a little bit of moisture and another cone. Mm -hmm. um, and you can get that side that you want. Because as that mine were starting to, coming from my style of locks to the budding phase, they were not as thick as I wanted them to be, some of them at least. Um, and you can double them without having to have like a little tail, although I have those now. Um, that was part of my process. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's definitely very interesting because I shied away from the comb coils. I was like, I don't know. But have, being able to kind of reverse, not reverse it, but just 
as you're going through the process, if you need to change things, I think that is, it does make a lot more sense. No, it's definitely the upside to it. I mean, and I think people who don't use home quarters, they, they try to fight the, the, what's quote unquote the ugly face um, as much as possible, but you're going to go through that. I don't care what method you use, it's just going to happen. Yeah. Um, and truth be told, that's the most fun, for me, that's the most fun part of the process. The, the stage between starting your life and the budding phase um, is like the, the best best part of it. It's the most exciting. Like once you actually see like my hair texture starting to change, the texture doesn't quite start to change, but you know, once your hair starts to lock, it, it appears differently. Yeah. Um, because my hair is really soft, so um, the texture of my hair is uncooperative for my, hair, my hairstyle. So once I actually started to see my locks start to bud, it was like, that's, that was cool because I'm starting to have locks, they're real, they're real, but they're maturing and yeah. um, I'm on my way. So, so did you know about that, like the process, like that it was budding back then? Cause that was a little while ago. No, I didn't, I didn't know the word, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't know the word, but I, I wasn't as, I was 18. So I wasn't as informed about certain things that I may be informed about now. Um, but like I said, what was coined the ugly phase, I knew about that. And like, when you're going through it, it's like, oh my God, I just want to be long or whatever. But looking back, my hair being waist length, like that's the best part of like uh, the most fun part about it. Yeah. Um, and not that I would cut my hair just to have it again, because I definitely wouldn't. But sometimes I wish I could, you know, go through that process again. So, but why wouldn't you? That is interesting. Because I'm so attached to, like, I'm so used to my hair going bend down my back. Like it's, <laughs> it's so much work that I put into growing these that I don't necessarily want to let them go just to have them in the ugly face twice over. Um, and I'm still calling it the ugly face. I personally don't think it's ugly, but that's what people call it, you know. Transitioning phase. Yeah, that's what right. I know it to as the ugly phase. And even like with me, I have a little bit longer hair starting off and I still think that there's going to be a ugly phase. I mean, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> going to happen. But like I said, like when you start going through it, you'll, once you, I guess once you're out of that, and you actually start to get your hair made this more regularly and you start to actually see that lock and return, you'll be like, oh, that, that part was actually fun. Okay. Um, and it, people, most people agree with me and that that's actually the fun part. And that's exactly why I wanted to record my journey because I don't know what I don't know. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I just want to enjoy the process as that's the main advice that I've heard from people who have locks. So I'm just trying to make sure that I make good choices for myself during my journey, but also just learning from others, people, other people's experiences and such. Mm -hmm. It's cool. I see a lot of people actually document their log journey. And like, one, like, I didn't, it wasn't such a big decision for me until I actually was doing it. And two, it's crazy to think about, but like when um, I started locking my hair, that was on Instagram. Like that was like, you know what I'm saying? Twitter had just hit the streets. <laughs> um, like so, certain. Now old as hell. <laughs> certain, yeah, right. Like, it's, it's crazy to think about those things not existing, but um, the landscape of social media and I mean, of course, I could have took my own pictures and wrote down a notebook or something like that. But I wasn't about to do that. Um, so by the time social media became as I guess important in our lives, I already had long hair at least shortly. So like trying to document my life during there is kind of fun to me. <laughs> Let's play a game with our guests. Just to add a little bit of fun, not too much, just a little splash. <laughs> We're going to go through a series of two truths and a lie.
Okay, so I've been to Salt Lake City, I've been to Minneapolis, and I've been to Kansas City. Mm, that one is a tough one. Kansas City, Salt Lake City, Minneapolis. <laughs> I must say Kansas. <laughs> I've never been to Kansas City. Hey. I want to go. But the reason why I said Kansas City though is because um, they had the World Series of barbecue. I just wanted to go this year. It's really in September, like kind of in the fall months. Okay. Um, and I like barbecue. Plus, I like to go to the cities that people are not going to, the places that people are not seeing, because you, most people tell you about like Miami, and it looks like it just it, it feels like it looks on Instagram. Yeah. But I don't know too many people that have been to Minneapolis or Salt Lake, and I have, and I love my experience in both places. So, um, that's dope. I'm big, I like travel. That was cool. Mm-hmm. We know, or oh, I know, anyway. <laughs> um, the best types of oil to use on your lot. Rapeseed oil, coconut oil, and olive oil. Grapeseed, coconut, olive oil. Which one is the worst out of the three? I'm going to guess coconut oil, just because there's some stigma behind it. I use coconut oil in my hair now. Okay. Um, (laughs) Grapeseed oil, I've never actually used. I know a few people who do. Um, mm-hmm. use it and they actually enjoy it. Um, I started off using olive oil to moisturize my hair. Uh, well, first I was using a noise spray. Um, and I was like, yeah, I, this kind of ain't really doing that much for not making my hair itch, like, kind of pointless. Okay. Um, so I didn't move the olive oil. And the coconut oil, I think, is, is not as thick as the olive oil, which is why I like it, but it still keeps my scalp moisturized. Um, also moisturize my skin with it, so it's kind of easy, too. I don't have a whole bunch of different products. That's a good point, because to each his own, because I, I personally like coconut oil, but I've heard so much negative things about it in the recent, like, months that I'm mm-hmm. just like, maybe I should try something different. Yeah, I mean, you definitely try different things, see how you, you know, um, you know, hair reacts to it. Like, I also want to my skin with it, too, so, like, I'm, I'm trying to, I try to minimize the amount of products I keep. I'm curious to know if you think a podcast or a platform like this is useful for people who are in the lock community or have an interest in um, locks. Man, that's a lot to unpack, actually. So, I mean, that's your answer, yeah. But um, there's so many things that surround people in their hair that it could be a really in, like endless conversation. Like when I first, not when I first started my hair, because when I was, I was more or less a kid. When I first graduated college and I was looking for work, well, when I first graduated college and I was leaving my first job, I had a job when I left college. When I was leaving that job to go to my next, people were saying like, yeah, you probably have to cut your hair, da, 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 because that's not, it's not professional to have long hair, specifically to have locks. Sure. Um, and I'm like, pretty much no, like, worst case scenario, I'll see what happens and if I run into a roadblock with discrimination and things, then we'll have to deal with it. So that's on that front, you know what I'm saying, just knowing what to encounter. I mean, I do get a lot of stigma. People think I do a lot of drugs and stuff like that. But I was in Jamaica, everybody, oh, I stuck. I'm there, like, <laughs> they want some of your weed. Like, hey, bro, like, I'm mean, chilling. Um, people don't think I'm as articulate as I am. It's just certain things that come with having long hair, especially as a male. So I think when you're a woman, you have a little bit more agency to do certain things. But as a male with long hair down in my waist, specifically locked, there's a lot of stigma that goes to it. There's people who... I know don't maintain a lot as well. So some people can use some tips, especially when people are doing it themselves, like like you, not say you don't know what you're doing, but um, just being able to dialogue about what other people do and what works, what doesn't work, what you know you find to be healthy and what not to be healthy. Um, 
because I think the vast majority of us probably don't know the best things for our hair. We kind of experiment with it and just see, you know, just see what works. And That's really. So, I mean, it's kind of good just to have, you know, feedback. I mean, it's a lot of different things. One, my lock journey, I think, it wasn't meant to be originally, but like it became a part of my personality, became a part of my, you know, I won't say part of my identity because I'm myself without my hair or not, but I began, became, uh, I grew a certain attachment to it, I'm sorry, um, that I wasn't expecting to have. Okay. So, I mean, there's a lot to unpack. So, yeah, to, to short answer to the question, yeah. Okay, good. And that's, that's what the goal is to, one, it's definitely helpful for me personally. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely doing it for selfish reasons. But even like some of my clients, especially during the pandemic, they're just like, I don't know what to do with my hair. I don't necessarily want to get crochets because you're getting all cute for like, I don't want to say no reason because you can always lift yourself up. But it's like, what do I do with my hair? A lot of people have been cutting their hair off and stuff like right, that. Right. And you made a great point. Like, even with me being natural for like six or seven years, like, I definitely, every day was a trial. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> trying to figure out what to do, what works best with my hair. Yeah, no, like, none of us really know. Like, we just kind of, it's been healthy right now, so I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing, and then something will change. You're like, oh, I'm going to start doing something different. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, cool. So, what, in your opinion, what is the difference between locks and dreadlocks? Um... So I found myself using the words interchangeably there. So the difference is the narrative, right? So the, the shift, as I understand it, and somebody can correct me, that the term locks has been coined because the original dreadlock was used because it's supposed to be dreadful on that person's head, right? So it's a negative spirit that you put on top of your head. Um, and that's not necessarily the case. Um, there's a lot of my, my history and my hair and the growth of it and you know, different stop gaps in my life. Um, so my hair's not dreadful, right? There's no no dread. I don't wear this, you know, saying you know, shame or I don't have anything better to do with my head. So it's more so the narrative to go along with um my journey. So dropping that dread word off of it is my understanding of you know, the difference between locks and dreadlocks. Um but it's it's wordplay. I don't know if it's that big a deal to me, but I understand it. So I try to condition myself to say locks more than Mm-hmm. It's funny that you feel that way because even before starting my log journey, like I correct everybody. Like if they mm-hmm. say dreadlocks, I'm like, no, you mean locks. Mm-hmm. Right. I didn't feel like anything was dreadful about them either. I, I just personally didn't want them before. Um, but I think like how you said, it's the energy behind why you do something, the intention behind why you do something. Right. Yeah. I, I don't I don't have, you know, this <clears throat> this hairstyle, this sense of you know, servitude or nothing like <laughs> nothing like that. So um kind of try to change that narrative around it i mean most people who kind of they they love my hair it ain't, it ain't beautiful so um i don't know that beautiful and dreadful are synonyms for one another yeah no they're not <laughs> right, you know, so, <laughs> yeah so um so kind of you want to put the energy around something like to the point of some of discrimination in the workplace like yeah so the reason why people feel that it's you know saying not appropriate because you have this association that my hair is inappropriate right it's dread, it's dreadful like, no it's, right. it's my hair grows out of my scalp it's natural probably more natural than the next person right so um yeah that's the difference for me okay i love that that's great so we talked about this before we got a recording but <laughs> you said that it's a myth that people actually moisturize their hair every day uh, that, is a, that. that is a myth like you should you should 
I'm not even sure you should most of us have there. Put too much oil and stuff in here. Not necessarily good for yourself. You gotta let it breathe at some point. But even if it was every other day or whatever. Um, I don't know even when we're live school on a consistent basis. Like they, they may go a strong month and they fall off and they get back to them, but like you're not moisturizing your hair every day. Like, especially if all I have to wake up and shake it out and, and walk out the door, like yeah, that's gonna happen a lot. A lot. <laughs> like, and then it's also not difficult to moisturize, especially if you use some type of spray. I actually use an oil, so I you know, you know what I'm saying, reach my part to you know some moisturizer. Yeah. But um, yeah, nobody's moisturizing hair every day, and you should keep your hair moisturized when you want to stop breakage and stuff. stuff. Keep your hair moisturized will help with stuff like that. Um, but that's generally speaking, any, any period, even if you don't have locks, like yeah. having dry hair is just not not good. No, that's true. Dang, I hope I do keep up with it because I've, I've actually kind of been enjoying the moisturization process. <laughs> no, I mean, you definitely do, do what you can. I, I'm not saying this. <laughs> like, if you go in months without putting any in, that's, that's super bad. Like, I'm like, but like I said, me personally, as far as my hair, even I didn't have locks, I didn't moisturize my hair every day. Like, I put it out there, I believe that putting too much product in here is not necessarily good for your stuff. But yeah, I mean, that's not too much, but there's people who, one, like I said, they don't consistently use the same. Moisturize. At least think you should. If you're gonna switch, you should give it at least a few weeks before you decide to try something new. Okay. Um, there's people who use multiple moisturizers at one time. I'm like, this is too much, and then they use it super frequently. Um, and that's it. That's just a lot to me. Um, especially as you experience you get longer hair. Um, you'll so you probably heard of people doing apple cider vinegar and baking soda cleansers. So I've had one of those ever. Right, so twice, you had two of them okay. uh, in my locker. And, and you probably should get them every once so often, but I actually don't like them. It's really acidic and, and really basic. Like, if you know what apple cider and bacon soda are, like they're very harsh interior. You're not supposed to do it and then wash your hair after you, you know, right. do it. Um, but I don't necessarily like doing those to my hair too much because it is so harsh and like my hair is soft and, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how well doing that too often is good for your hair. So the less product you put in your hair, the less it's going to get caught in like. Even when you dry it, like the lint from your towel will eventually, you know, get caught in your hair sometimes. That's why I air dry, because I'm like, I don't even want <laughs> those problems. Yeah, well, when I, when I twist my hair, I air dry it. Um, and I don't wet my hair every day because, again, my, my hair texture, with it wet, it'll just look crazy all the time. And I, I can't have that. Okay. That's fair. Good tips, because that's definitely something that I think in the beginning of my journey, not that I was shying away from moisture. Mm -hmm. But definitely water. I was like, I don't, I shouldn't get my hair wet at all. But uh, that's a myth. Like people are like, yeah, like when you start to you know, your hair, like you can't get it wet. And I, I, I believe that too. Like when I, when I first got it, but it, it got wet. Like you can't even stop it. Like it's gonna rain one day. It's gonna get like it's gonna get wet. Like you're gonna be in the shower. You're gonna turn around and like, oh, now I stepped in it too deep. Like it's gonna, it's gonna get wet. Like it is a myth. Now what is true about it that you may start looking crazy. Like you may start looking <laughs> look, look crazy. Um, if you get it wet, but it's not going to like hurt your hair. It's not going to stop you a lot of growth, but it's still going to be fine. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely have noticed it's, it's getting frizzy. Like, it's not crazy yeah. right now, but... Yeah, and that's just going to happen with, with water anyway. So that's, the, that's why I don't commonly get, like, you know, my hair already is, you know, what it is. So with wetting it every day, it'd be crazy. Then it'll get more tangled, too, because, you know, it doesn't hold as well as, you know, people with, you know, tighter, tighter uh, curls with their hair, excuse me. Um, so, but you know, it's a myth that like, water is going to somehow 
impede your locker room, your locker room. Like, I, I don't know, I, I don't know who put that out like, in the world. And people, like, you can't wash your hair when you're trying. Like, yes, you absolutely can't wash your hair. Like, I think it's just the fear of people like their locks um, untangling or splitting. Yeah, I mean, so now if you're excessively like scrap, scrubbing your hair, you wash your hair like two, two times a week, three times a week during your lock. You know what I'm saying? Before you start your budding process, like they're gonna come out, like. Yeah. But um, there, there's there's things in moderation, but you absolutely should be cleaning your hair. You should be, you know, what I'm saying, not be thinking that your water is going to destroy your dream. Right. I agree. That's awesome. And I'm glad I learned that um pretty much right away because, like I said, I just was I'm just on the flip side of. Like true told, my locks are my favorite. <laughs> like, like not that that's gonna sound arrogant, but like my locks are my absolute. I don't. In my in my personal life that I've encountered, I don't know if I've encountered anybody who has neater locks than me, um, or as well kept. Like right now, I need a retwist, but um, my locks are more well kept than most. Yeah. Um, even people who encounter me let me know that my locks are more well kept than most. So my locks are my favorite. As far as if I have a celebrity, you know, whose locks I appreciate, that's a good. One. Probably you. Um, so I think. Two chains keep nice locks. Okay. Also, the thing about him is that I noticed he doesn't wear a lot of um, styles, which neither do I. Um, there's a reason behind that, but it's kind of similar to myself that there's not a lot of styles he wears in his hair. And why is that? Because you did say that there was a reason, but you kind of brushed over that. But why? So, is that so um, I don't keep too much tension on my hair. I, I, don't, I don't like tension. On, one, it's uncomfortable for me, but two, also, I mean, the process of a lot of people, you don't need to be palm rolling or whatever, have you in the lock and see what I'm saying, for the entirety of this whole thing. So you're going to be constantly twisting your hair. Yeah. And also, like, you want to, if you want to have it braided in style, yeah, it looks good, but it's also going to be pulled back the entire time. So uh, I, I've always been afraid of things like alopecia and things like that. Like, I don't want to have too much. And then they're probably heavy, although I don't feel that heavy. There's just a lot of tension on the scalp. Yeah. I've never had not one of my locks come out of my scalp. Not one. Okay. I, I don't know anyone else who, who's been able to say that. Um, I'm sure there are others, but me personally, most people I know, oh yeah, this one right here was too thin when I started and it popped, and popped off, yeah. um, which is normal. Like, it's nothing to be like, afraid of. Like people are like, oh my God, I lost a lot of them. Like, I mean, it happens to people. It happens, yeah. But um, I, it's never happened to me. It's not yet. I, mean, no, I, um, I do got one right here. It is kind of thin, but it kind of got me nervous. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just try to keep all the attention on my hair. Um, and I, I find that when I take it out, it, it feels thinner at the root um, than it does when I just have it down. So, and I, even, when I, even when I reach this one, because I do my hair myself, I palm roll it and I two strand it. Okay. And I don't even wear that more than like a couple of days. Until my hair takes about two days to dry. So, um, after that, you can take it out once it's dry. Gotcha. Okay. And everybody's different. Like some people say it doesn't matter. You can style it and whatever. But like, yeah. In my experience, a lot of people have like the, the, the lot standing at the root a lot. They wear a lot of a lot of styles. Yeah. In, in my personal observation, when it comes to like, your, your regular maintenance, there's definitely two sides of that corner, right? So if you do, if you're just twisting your hair like once a week, that's like a lot of tension you're putting on your hair. Like you yeah. imagine, like imagine you take a piece of string and you just twist it infinitely. It's going to pop. Yeah. That's that string is going. You know what I'm saying it's going to break. Your hair is not, you know, any different. So, and that, that's my philosophy. That's my experience, my observation. I've been having success with, through my life journey. Um, the other side to it is that if you don't make your hair 
regularly as you probably should, you'll also get breakage the other way. So yeah. don't go too long without, you know, retwisting it, don't do it too often. I do mine probably four to six weeks. I'm, I'm a little bit past my due date um, right now, but four to six weeks is my, my target goal. Yeah. But I do it myself too in so long that it takes me like three, four hours. So I'll be, I'll be tired. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's loud. So, so you do the palm rolls to retwist. Have you ever tried the interlocking method to retwist? I've not. Um, largely because I do it myself and I, I'm not trying to take the time to learn how to, <laughs> you know, you, you can do interlocking method. But I will say this, when I was probably earlier, like when I first started budding, um, that probably would have been helpful as far as keeping my hair neat longer. Mm-hmm. As opposed to doing palm rolls. Okay. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm thinking. Like I have a two strand twist in now, but when I'm ready for my first retwist or retightening, I'm gonna do interlocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but also I, I don't know that I'm sure pretty sure people were doing it back then. I wasn't aware of interlocking back then anyway. I feel like it wasn't that popular because sister and brother locks. Like I feel like that's what made interlocking like yeah. more popular. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I wasn't familiar with that. Like also I was 18 again. So. Um, I probably wouldn't even think in that deep to research, you know what I'm saying, you know, lock science, which it, it is a science, you know what I'm saying, like, like, locticians do a lot, they they know a lot, they're knowledgeable, if they're good, that is, some people just be perpetrating, but, um, yeah, it's, it's a science, so, but yeah, back then I didn't know as much as I know now, but I, I mean, palm rolling works for me, especially because my hair's long at this point, so. Yeah, most definitely, and you want to be consistent, like, if you've been doing palm rolls this whole time, you don't want to change that up now. Yeah, I, I um, was listening to your first episode. <laughs> you were saying how you thought you left-handed twist um, <laughs> your hair. So the funny thing about that is, so one, no one touches my hair. Uh, except me. My my sister sometimes does it for me. And she does me solid. And then I can probably count on one hand up the amount of other people who I let, you know, put their hands in my hair. I don't. We talk about the energy thing. I don't just let anybody touch my hair. Not necessarily touch it, but like, you know what I'm saying, do my hair. Mm-hmm. So, you gonna let me do your hair when I come home? No. <laughs> um, I'll get you out the way, though, if you need it. Uh-uh. <laughs> you don't even know how to interlock, so how you gonna do that? Oh, no. I know by then. Uh, <laughs> and so, anytime somebody who I um didn't, that's my first question is, that, are you left-handed? <laughs> because I don't, don't mess my hair by twisting it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And somebody was left-handed, but she, she still could habitually turn clockwise so yeah i could do both i just when i was in my head i was just thinking about twisting the same way each time but on the other side i should have did it the other way that makes sense yeah i mean i, I, mean, I get you i mean because it's it's, it's also same thing right hand so on this side so when i go to this side it, i do have to take my time to process like okay clockwise is this way <laughs> and not this way because the thing of it is if you like my hair is long so if i'm twisting it from the front of my face with the drops on the back of my head clockwise in the opposite direction than it actually is. Yeah. So I, I understand the struggle. <laughs> <laughs> do you plan on doing your head the entire time yourself? Yeah, I do. And that's another reason why I want to do the interlocking method because there's a tool. So it's in my little thing over there. But mm-hmm. there's a tool that you can use. So then as long as I go from left to right, up to down, up, up to down, I, that's my... Mm-hmm my pattern that I'm going to use for interlocking. So as long as I keep that consistent across, I think I'll... It's definitely a, another added part to the journey, too. When you, like, maintain it yourself, 
it, I take a little more pride in it, especially when people tell me they like it. They like it. It's like, uh, yeah, like this, this me. <laughs> I do. I do as a man that I do my own hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, but like I know a lot of people, men with locks, who do their like, own hair. I don't. But that's interesting. Yeah. I would say I've met you. Met a lot. Let me say I know him personally, but I met a lot. Yeah. yeah, I would say you probably are one of the couple of people that I know that do their hair themselves. Mm. I mean, it's part of it. And I save money, too. Like, let's be real. Like, it's not cheap. hmm Yeah. I was, um, I looked at my, because there's a salon that I go to. So she, she's not the particular stylist, but they have a loctician in the salon. And I was looking up the prices. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> For somebody who has not started their lock journey, maybe just thinking about it, you know, and thinking hard about it, but not thinking hard enough to actually make the jump to do it. What words of encouragement or piece of advice would you give to those people? Uh, so the first thing is just just do it. <laughs> I think a lot of people who I encounter when we talk start talking about locks and they don't have them, they want them, whatever. They're first of all, they're scared. They're like, oh my God, it's so like it's permanent. It's not so permanent. Like you can cut it off. I mean, it's that it's your hair like grows back. It grows back. I, I had to learn that when I cut my hair when I started my life journey. I was upset about it. But it grows back. That's the first thing. Um and two, um, you'll love it. Like everyone who I know who's had locks or have them now, they love it. Like just do it and see what happens. Um on the flip to that. I think a lot of people pursue locks, like you said, during the pandemic, people just want to know what to do with their hair. They think they have locks like a low maintenance hairstyle. On a day-to-day, sure, that might be a case. It's not, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not, though. Like, um, and I need to get better at it myself, but like keeping things out of your hair, like putting a lock sock on so you don't get you know, stuff caught in your locks and product and stuff like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Miscellaneous you know, material in your hair moisturizing, um, sitting down the four hours to twist it or going to a salon to pay the, the surcharge to get it twisted. Um, it's not necessarily no maintenance. It's maybe low maintenance, on, like I said, on a day-to-day, but that, that's an involved process. Um, you do have to care for it. Um, you do have to, you know, especially if you believe in the spirit of it, you know, you got to make sure that, you know, you don't get any bad energy caught up in there. So, both sides be serious about it because you will have some garbage locks if you if you're not and it'll show <laughs> um but on the other side definitely um just do it uh it's a journey um you're documenting you'll look and you'll remember certain lengths like that time in my life and it's, it's it's fun it is fun i love that that's that's great and i co-sign all of that because i'm like why didn't i do this sooner like i feel like i was just in my head yeah, that's the thing. I think people, and then especially when women say they want to do it, I'd be like, I mean, most women today are wearing wigs left and right anyway. So like, put a wig on your head. <laughs> like, like this girl who, um, uh, well, I used to know. Um, she saw her locks, and I, no one ever saw them. Like, never. <laughs> like, um, once in a blue moon when she felt like taking her wig off, but like, she's always had a wig on. She was wearing it in. Like, you were wearing it anyway. Um, so then you can braid it, you can do a bunch of different styles with it. Like there's things you can do with your lot. People think it's just one monotonous thing for me it is because I just always have my hair down, maybe I have it in a bun or something like that. But um there's it's not that just as monotone as it may seem. 
right? Because painting you want it for a reason. Like, there's something about it that, that's you know attracting you to it. Just do it. Yeah. I also recommend man or woman start with your hair short, like cut it short and then do it. Most most women want like, no, I don't want to, you know, have the short. Like it's it's part of it. It's, it's fun. <laughs> it's just fun. And that's a good point. Do you think my hair is too long? Because I've wondered about that too. Because I got I got some good length. Right, that's that's a lot to me. <laughs> um, but to each his own. Like for me, when I started my process, I grew it from my scalp. Like you know what I'm saying, it was short. Like it was all the way down. Um, I think I appreciate my journey from the root of my head. That being said, people may disagree. I mean, not everyone starts their hair that way. Um, but I think a lot of women are resistant to the idea of cutting all the hair off or cutting it short. Mm-hmm. So, um, I trimmed my hair, so I did cut it a so little. I, I can definitely see that it's shorter than it was. Like, <laughs> I, I got you. But no, I mean, you'll see, you'll love it. It'll be, you know, a process. And it, when it starts to bud, you're like, why did it look like this? This look crazy. Um, it's be dope. Yeah, and I think you have a good point, though, as far as, like, starting the, the journey from your root because then your whole hair is locking synonymously versus this has to figure out how it's going to lock and then my roots are, I think, are going to lock a little bit differently than... So what I could probably say confidently, and granted, I, didn't, I had short hair when I started mine, is that I imagine that the, 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 the end of your hair is going to look different than the root. Like, this texture of it is going to look different because it's not going to be locked the same. Right. Um, so... If, I, I believe, and I don't have any real evidence back except that a lot of people who start their locks with long hair, they end up actually cutting the, the ends off because they just look different. They look loose and unraveled. Um, Which I would like that. My little ends to look like little curly cues. Yeah. I'm cool with that. I mean, it might. I mean, <laughs> he said it might. <laughs> that's how mine kind of look. But I think that's more so the texture of my hair than it is. Yeah. When I started it, but. Um, it looked like everyone's cool. locks are different. Depending on the methods you use, the texture of your hair, you know, how, how big they are, like that's also the beauty of it too. Like that, not everyone locks in Yeah. So if you can keep your your hands out of your your hair. When I'm at home, I have to keep my little. I don't have my bonnet on now because it's wet. But yeah, I have to keep my bonnet on because I, like you said, I'm playing in it, and I I'm not at the point where I have like matured locks, but mm-hmm. my twists be unraveling. Like this right. one's unraveling right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. That's a bad habit that I have. I think most people locks have. They just keep putting your, your hands in your hand. Oh, and I'm over here twisting this shit now. Comes with the territory. Leave it alone. Like, so you're already messing with it. Like, stop. I just want it to be twisted at the end. <laughs> Leave it alone. <laughs> I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put my body back on once we get off this. <laughs> Cool. Well, thank you so much, Kaylin, for taking the time to share your journey with me. No, it's no problem. I'm um, I'm happy for you. Actually, I'm excited for you. Uh, another opportunity for me to share something that I know. You never actually know what you have to offer until it's time to offer it. So uh, that's dope. Especially, I mean, you know the work that you know, I've done through facilitation. I'm so far removed from that. So it's good just to use my voice for something. So yeah. that's cool. Dear Diary, it's January 17th and I finished my first retighten this morning. So it's officially been about four weeks. So I've had my starter locks in for about a month 
and I went floating this weekend so I kind of did that on purpose so that forced me to wash my hair but once I got done floating and having that water saturate my hair I was like yeah I definitely <laughs> need a retighten because with the interlocking method once you have established your interlocking retighten you don't really have to worry about it but because I did two strand twists is all puffy and basically just ready to go not go but you know ready to be retightened so I started last night and I worked for about a couple hours and I did the perimeter started in the back and then I did the sides in the front so I had a little bit in the middle that I just didn't feel like getting to last night if I'm being honest sometimes I get lazy and I'm like eh I'll work on that uh, in the morning or the next day because it is a very tiring process if you're doing it yourself. So, yeah, finishing up this morning was really cool. It feels different. It's, It's so crazy how different they look from just after the first retighten because the first month, you know, they looked like twists. They were... They they swelled up like how twists do, you know, when it gets wet, when there's moisture. They kind of get plump, and they shrink into themselves. So that's what my hair pretty much looked like all of the first month. And then now that I've done my retighten, specifically done the interlocking method to retighten, they look like they're stretched out a little bit more. It's, it's actually interesting because I felt like with the interlocking, it's like you're knotting your hair. So your hair would kind of go into itself, similar to shrinkage, you know? But it seems like, boom, I really didn't have much shrinkage as of right now. Um, after this retighten, like it, everything looks pretty stretched out. <laughs> Like, I look like I have locks a little bit. Like, I can still see some of the twist definition. But, I mean, they look more like locks than they do than they did when I first put my little twist in. And I think specifically it's because of how the, the root looks. But, yeah, it looks frizzy. Some of my ends are um, getting really, really frizzy. I'm looking at this now. I have some loose hair coming out. It's not really like my twist is coming out, but like my hair, I guess maybe some of it's shedding and parts of it is like coming out. Not like I'm losing hair. I'm not describing this very well at all. So bear with me (laughs) y'all, but it's just like, it's just super frizzy. And that's partially because I've had these twists in for over a month now. So, and I've washed them, so they they won't be like perfectly defined. And I think that that's you know after having a conversation with my girlfriend earlier today, that really is what the quote unquote ugly phase is. It's the transition of your hair. You know, I'm used to my twists looking a certain way because when they don't look that way, what do I do? I take them out and then I do a different style. So I don't ever see it really just transform. So right now 
I'm seeing my hair in a way that I've never seen it before. And I'm just like, okay, this is interesting. But I mean, I actually, I did the banning method when I washed my hair and none of my locks unraveled. I didn't have any locks that I had to retwist. Now, some of them, as I was retwisting them, I kind of messed them up, but when I actually washed my hair and conditioned it and started like going through and oiling my scalp, I noticed that all of my locks were still there. And even as I was going through and retightening, all of my locks were still there. Like I said, I just had to touch up maybe like one or two. But if you just, if you're just starting out your locks, I highly recommend that banding method because that worked very well for me. I didn't have any of my locks slip none came out and interlocking was pretty easy to I'm loving that method I think that that I'm definitely going to do that I'm interested to see how my hair looks as it comes out you know as it starts locking in the interlocking method versus me locking my hair with twist you know towards the ends of my hair so I think I'm definitely going to have different textures in my locks but you know, I'm not really, I'm not really hating on that. Like I'm okay with it because when I do faux locks or when I've done faux locks in the past, I get like the lock and then like some of the curly ends. So it's kind of cool that my ends are the curly ends. Now some of them ain't so so curly. Some of them is straight. Like they are heat damaged, which makes sense. Cause anyways with this video this this entry ain't about that but yeah but a lot of them are like super curly cute and so I won't really do too much with that but overall my first retightening went very well I'm actually looking forward to the next I know that's weird but the whole growing out process and then retightening it's kind of cool to see like the, the way your hair grows because that's where you really see the difference in the length and like some parts of my hair is thinner than others especially in the front so as my hair was growing out even this one spot that's like usually pretty thin before I washed it I was kind of looking at it and it was really puffy it looked it didn't even look like there was a defined lock but if you're familiar with the interlocking method, all you need is one little knot at the end and that bunch of hair had one little knot at the end. So I was just able to pretty much interlock the whole thing. So that, that my thinner spots are going to be the locks that are just interlocked starting now versus my other locks have the two strand twist at the end and then the interlocking is going to be the rest of my lock. But like I said, overall, I think I did pretty good. <laughs> I'm very pleased um, with this process and even more so happy knowing that I'm about to go another, what, six weeks without even having to retighten it. So I plan on going floating again in the next three weeks. So I will come back on and let y'all know how that came, you know, because I'm not going to wash my hair and then retighten it, but I definitely have to wash my hair after going floating. So after three weeks, we'll see how that process goes as far as interlocking and putting your hair in water, working out, how does it hold up after three weeks? And then even the latter three weeks, like the, I, I liked, if I'm being honest, I liked my hair grown out a little bit, like having the poofy, uh, root, 
and the people who got locks, they know what I'm talking about. When you when you have your roof that <laughs> your roof, when you have your root that's like like a little poofy, and then you have your defined lock just like hanging how it hangs. That's like the look that I'm really most excited for. So of course the retightening, you gonna look fresh to death. You know, it, it looks bomb, but as it grows out, after that three weeks, once I wash it, I think I'm really going to enjoy that latter three weeks before I retighten it again. But the first time went very, very well, and I'm just really excited for this process, y'all. <laughs> it's crazy, and I'm excited to have... Um, really linked up with some of my childhood friends all because of locks and you know I keep up with them on social media and I'm sure the same is true uh, for that from their perspective but it's just a lot better when you can see somebody and talk to them and actually have a conversation um, without making assumptions about pictures and captions and shit. But anyways, so I've been linking up with quite a few of my childhood friends and understanding their journey, you know, with their locks. So part of that is going to be in this episode, and I'm excited to share it with y'all, but baby, <laughs> y'all can't tell me nothing with my little retighting. And it's funny because, like, my lock's not even falling, like, if I'm being honest, like, this could be the ugly phase for me because they're not even falling right. Like, I really don't like how they're falling. I loved how it was falling when I did my little two-strand twist. But right now, it's like, it's just falling kind of weird. But even though it's falling weird, I'm still, like, in love with it. It's crazy. It's crazy the level of attachment that you get when you have locks. Dear Diary, it's January 25th, and my hair's starting to look a little frizzy. Like, I have some flyaways going on. And it's interesting, because when I, like, take pictures and stuff, it doesn't actually look that frizzy. They look like locks from afar. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I know they're not locks yet, because I can still unravel them. But... When I run my fingers through my hair, which I'm technically not even supposed to be doing, I feel like my fingers get caught on on some pieces of the hair. So that's just something that I'm noticing as my locks are maturing. I haven't reached the budding phase. I don't think, you know, I'm almost two months into this thing, which is crazy to even believe. It really flew by, if I'm, if I'm being honest. I've just been... I feel like I have more time, like low key. I feel like I'm so busy and not to like brag about that, but I feel like my time is very valuable of how I spend it and what I spend it on and not having to worry about my hair. Low key makes me feel like I freed up a lot of my time. I've been getting a lot more things done. I've been a lot more productive this last month, juggling the 511 things that I be juggling. So yeah, it's, it's just an interesting realization I'm I'm very pleased with my my first month and a half two months being locked it's it's been a journey and it's only you know at the very start so looking forward to continuing this thing now let's welcome Lashana to the show so how are you liking your lock so far how many weeks has it been so I'm coming up on week three okay so still very babyish (laughs) 
Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and I still have like the twist definition, but they're starting to get a little more frizzy. So right. I'm going to do my next, or not my next, but my first three twists in another week or so. so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had my first one yet. So last weekend would have been week six, but my loctician got sick. So I got to find another appointment. But I was like coming up on like maybe week four or so. I was like, ah, I'm not going to need no retie in two weeks. Like I don't like I don't feel or see anything. And then like I was like oiling my scalp the other day. I'm like, dang, I have so much new growth. I need I this happen. I can see so. your new growth, but it, that's why I love brother and sister lock because they just look so neat, even as they're growing out. Cause mm-hmm. they, I mean, you know that you need a retwist, but like mine, I, I mean, I'm still kind of, mine's mm-hmm. already locked at all. Have yours gone through the budding phase yet? No, no, not yet. Oh, we almost are at the same page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. um I'm gonna be using a different method because I did the two strand twist and then um I'm gonna do the interlocking method to retighten because I really like that benefit of you know this brother the sister and brother locks where you retighten it and you don't have to worry about it. Exactly. Yeah. So did you did somebody else do yours or did you do your own? I did my own. Oh wow. <laughs> now that's some dedication. How long did it take you? So I've done two strengths in my head before. So the funny thing right. is, I got, because okay. I found, you know, somebody that does micros. Um, yeah, they're and like, you're similar. <laughs> exactly. But I'm like, I know people get really sensitive about that name because it is trademark. So I'm like, all right, these are micros. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm like, did my research about the time and the cost. And like, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to sit in somebody's chair for 20 some odd hours. And how much did you say this was going to cost? But like when I counted up the cost of, I mean, just like with me and you alone, like, you know, getting hair for braiding and to pay for the braiding, like, I'm like, this is like two or three hairstyles. Like I can get this done and, you know, be good to go. So kinda, <laughs> exactly. So that kind of sealed the deal for me. And I just, you know, like I saved up for it. And um, like this year I used my birthday money and like I had a milestone birthday this year I turned 40. I'm like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's start the journey. Right. Like, I'm like, let's do it. Let's just do it. Start it. So um, after that, I just set up the appointment and like, just kind of mentally prepared myself for the the fact that this was going to take some time. But I'm like, you know what? Like, I love my hair. Like, I'm not one of those people that's like, you know, for a long time, I think a lot of us were like, oh, you know, relax and blah, blah, blah. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, you know, I had the whole natural hair journey and I'm like, you know, this right here is the next phase for me. I'm just going to let it be what it's going to be. And like, you know, you hear about the ugly phase that they say when you first get it. And I'm like, maybe I should look at getting some wigs or something like that. But like, no, like by the time she was done, like I left it out the gate and like my, I'm like, you know, I have a little bit of alopecia. So I was kind of worried about that, but I was like, I I don't even care. I have not covered my hair one day since Um, I've had like this. It's crazy how you fall in love. Like I've not loved my hair because I always put it in braids. I always put it in crochet. Like, and I love the styles that I do, but I'm not really falling in love with my hair just, and if I do wear it out, I usually put it up. I I do a style with it. Like this is just, it's been one of those freeing type of things. And it's like, I'm really falling in love with my hair in a way that I've not before. So it's pretty cool. I I definitely get it. (laughs) Right. Exactly. I'm like, and I feel the same way. Like, I was like, I don't really, you know, because at first I was like, oh, journey, this, that, the other. And I'm like, eh, you know, whatever. But then, like, 
as it was, even as I was getting my hair done, I'm like, man, this is like a commitment. And like, you know, people who don't really understand are like, well, how long is your hair going to be like this? I'm like, forever. Like, for, <laughs> you're like, you don't understand. This is not coming out. Like these babies going to be gray in about 20 years and I'm going to be rocking them still. <laughs> but I'm like, once that happens and then, you know, like you said, it's like, you just fall more and more in love with it every day. And the ease of it, like, girl, I had a dream last week that somebody accidentally, like, undid my locks. I don't know. I'm like, you know, it takes hours to do that anyway. But I'm like, I had this dream. You know how emotional and upset I was? <laughs> Already. Day. It's only week six. I was mad. I was like, why am I so mad? Because I, I realized it was a dream. So, like, all right, you don't need to be that bad about it. But still, I was like, oh, this is, it's a thing. Like, I'm really like committed to this because I was mad about my hair. <laughs> for me, I'm going to do it for at least 10 years. I don't know if I'll say forever, but after 10 years, I'll either be ready to continue my journey or cut my hair and, you know, let my hair grow out. But right, way, it's still a long-term process because I think people don't realize how long it takes to even become a lock. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know if people just think that, people wake up with locks but it takes you know six months to a year for them to be mature or start to even be mature right exactly so I'm like yeah I'm I'm just at this point committed it's it is what it is until I decide otherwise I'm like I don't feel like I will but I guess time will tell mm-hmm yeah fair enough okay so in your opinion this is kind of like one of those myth mythbuster things <laughs> <laughs> So what is your difference between locks and dreadlocks? I don't know. I don't think I've ever really thought about it because I know that like, a lot of times people like associate the words dreadlocks with like as a negative connotation. I know a lot of people don't like their hair to be called dreadlocks. So, cause I'm like, I feel like it, people have always for a long time kind of made it seem like it wasn't like, a nice hairstyle or that it wasn't a clean hairstyle. Like, you know, I have to think back to, you know, back in the day when I was young and like, you know, Whoopi Goldberg came on the scene and she had her locks and people were like, you know, oh, she's not attractive. Look at her hair. And like, you know, you buy into that kind of thing. But um, so I feel like that always kind of made dreadlocks negative. But <clears throat> I know a lot of people now prefer to or to say locks instead because the word dread, I mean, the word dread in and of itself <laughs> sounds a little, you know, exactly. But I'm like, I feel like whatever you want to call your hair is what it's going to be. Like some people are offended by the word dread and then other people don't mind it. Like I prefer locks just as I'm like, that seems to be the, the thing. I'm like, it is locked. So that's what I'm going with. Mm -hmm. yeah. And my take on it is, I think that, and I don't think, but just from knowing people who've had locks for like 10 plus years, mm -hmm. it's really a spiritual journey. Yeah. So it's not anything that's dreadful. And, exactly. you know, if you say that about your locks, that's going into your hair. So, you know, maybe you will have issues with your locks. Maybe you won't, you know, it just all depends. But <clears throat> it's, it, when you, when I say it's a spiritual thing, it's just the energy that you put into it. So it's just like having a respect for your hair. Like you said, it's not, it's not dirty. There's maintenance. Uh, it's a whole science behind, <laughs> you know, locking your hair. It's not just easy. And sometimes it is like the freeform version. Like that's 
to me is easy because you just let them do what they do. You're not worried about the maintenance necessarily, but definitely majority of people in modern times, it's a, a whole science behind how to maintain them, manage them and keep them clean. So, right. Nothing dreadful right. about it. So you're speaking positivity into your hair. Cause I'm like, of course I want it to grow and be beautiful. If I so I'm always going to speak positively about my hair. <laughs> Do you have a garden or have you ever gardened? It's like you talk to your plants. Mm-hmm. You speak life into them because you want it to grow. You want it to be healthy. You want it to be strong. It's exactly. With your hair. Yeah. I mean, in yourself, period. Like you, you want to speak positivity to yourself. Like, you know, I know a lot of times, you know, we say to be our own worst enemies because sometimes we can be our, our biggest critics, but I believe in trying not to do that and to speak positively about myself and into myself, because I feel like whatever I give myself is going to come out. Like that's what, what's going to be shown to people around me. And like, yeah, they can speak that into me and I appreciate it, but I have to believe that for myself in order for it to manifest. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> hey, this is a spiritual journey, we all. <laughs> it is. And just like how we were saying before, like, you falling in love with your hair in a different way that you not before. Like, that's, that's all energy. You know what I'm saying? That's a different... Like if especially for me, I definitely am self care, self love advocate. So that's just another level that I I just wasn't expecting. I guess. Right. Like, yeah, you'll be surprised the emotional connection. Like it's only been a few weeks, and I'm already like, oh, <laughs> my babies. <laughs> I love. Let's play a game with our guests. Just to add a little bit of fun, not too much, just a little splash. <laughs> We're going to go through a series of two truths and a lie. Um, dogs, cats, and squirrels. <laughs> I feel like the way you said squirrels, it got to be that. And of course you love dogs because I mean clearly, clearly, yeah, yeah. And I haven't seen you in my chair. I did have a cat for about two months, so I could have tested you then. Uh-huh. But I'm gonna say squirrel. It's actually cats. I cannot stand cats. Let's see, things you watch on YouTube. Hmm. Um. Knitting videos, videos on um, from reality, like people from reality shows, because I'm nosy like that, <laughs> and um, like myth busting type shows. Hmm. I think that's a good one. I definitely think knitting. You you watch those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're an easy one. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely the easy one. Um, hmm. Do you have any advice for someone who may be on the verge of wanting to start their locks? Um, maybe they've been researching and thinking about it, but they might need some encouragement. What words would you say to them? 
from your perspective. Just do it. Because, <laughs> like, I, I think I told you, it took me years to be like, yeah. And like, so now I'm like, I could have had, I could have done this two years ago. Like, it's probably one of the best decisions I've made, like, in a long time. But, um, you know, I understand the, the reason for people wanting to kind of, like, carefully consider. So I'm like, you know what? don't spend too much time thinking about it. Like, I know it's a long-term commitment, but like, I feel like when you know, you know, like, I think I knew a long time ago exactly what I wanted my hair to look like, but I was like, just scared to do it. Okay. And I was just like, kind of being like, being safe about it. But I'm like, if you feel like you're at that point, like, go ahead and do it. I don't think anybody who, I haven't run to anybody who's been on this journey that's like, oh, I regret doing this to my hair. So, Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And I definitely agree. I um, <clears throat> was skeptical because I like to change my hair up a lot. So that's mm-hmm. my main reason for um, not jumping sooner. Because I always loved and respected locks. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, just like you said, just do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. this is one of those things you don't know what's on the other side. But it's a it's a fun process. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm like, worst case scenario. You can always just shave your head. <laughs> it's hair. It'll grow back. And like, I've seen people spend time combing their hair out. But I was like, if I think I ever decided I wanted to re- release myself. It's time to wrap this episode up. And I feel like I had so much fun, you know, recording and, and doing this episode one, you know, for the documentation that I'm doing, but just reconnecting with people, you know, my childhood friends and people that I've met since I've been in Texas, but might not have seen, you know, definitely in the last year because of the pandemic. But, you know, just reconnecting with people and and, and checking in on people. Um, it's really uh, a beautiful thing. And if you got somebody that's on your mind, check on them. Make sure they're good see if they need anything because uh, usually when they come to our minds it's the universe telling us um, that for a reason so we should we should always he- heed to that but I'm grateful that this platform gives me the opportunity when I think about people I'll be like mm, I'm gonna go ahead and reach out to them and you know you can extend the olive branch and if someone doesn't reciprocate then you know that's on them you just keep moving keep doing you keep being great keep elevating you know what I'm saying I feel like we learned so much today. Definitely things that I can take along my journey. Kaylin has so much wisdom as long as he's been locked. But just in general, like, he's he's always been an old soul. <laughs> so it's just really cool to see uh, both of us as, a, as adults and um, how, how much wisdom he has to share with me and then to share with all of my listeners. So I hope that y'all enjoyed that. And then Lashana, like, we're we're rocking this journey together, you know, <laughs> on the same stages and phases in this journey together. So it's really cool to have somebody that I can connect with. We can connect with each other, you know, as we're going through this process and this journey. So it's been a really cool process, and I'm looking forward to future episodes and connecting with more people um, in the name of locks. And then, oh, there's going to be even more connection with people. Like, I'm, I'm working on a master plan, y'all. Like, <laughs> stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned. All right, it's been real. Catch y'all next month.
Thank you so much for tuning in today. My final words and positive affirmations that I want to leave you with today is elevate beyond imagination. Only you stand in the way of your success and being the best version of yourself. No one else has that power, so don't let them. Well, diary, it's been real. Thank you for being there for me and providing me with the opportunity to document and share my locked diary's journey. Until next time, sincerely yours, Taz Angel. Mwah! Mm-hmm.